Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wow. 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 Wow, 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 wow. Run it back, nation. Sixers nation, Sixers sickos. Uh, what the hell? What the hell did we just witness in the Sixers versus Spurs game tonight, man? What did we just witness? Like Sixers sickos. I want to talk to you specifically because I thought this was going to be a Sixers sickos type of game. I thought it was, you know, Embiid uh, versus Wemby. Yeah, but it's the Sixers versus Spurs. I really thought it was going to be a blowout by about halftime and then everybody would sit the second half and only real Sixers sickos would be watching the rest of the game. I did not even come close to expecting what we just witnessed. Shout out to everybody in here. Thanks for being here. 410 people in here. Give me a like for Joel Embiid breaking a franchise record. Damn it. Give me a like for that. 400 likes in here right now. Close out the chat and hit the like button. Uh, Wow. I mean, the first thing I want to say is, is Joe, Joel Embiid. Okay. Let's, I, I don't even know. I don't even know how to start speaking about this. I don't even know how to start speaking about this. Welcome to running back Philly. Joel Embiid just scored 70 points in an NBA game, breaking the Philadelphia 76ers franchise record, all time franchise record breaks Allen Iverson's record of 60 breaks. Wilt Chamberlain's record of 68. And by the way, is the first NBA player to ever exist who scored 78 points and also had 18 rebounds and five assists in a game. So there's another stat line Add it to his damn collection of stat lines that have never been done. He has the 57, 17, seven and seven game against the Lakers years ago, 70, 18 and five, never been done before. Joel Embiid, ladies and gentlemen, he is now number one at the top of the Philadelphia 76ers franchise scoring record. Joel Embiid, Wilt Chamberlain, Allen Iverson. That is just absolutely incredible. Uh, oh, there's two, there's, there's two main points. There's two main points I want to make. Um, my God! Shout out to, shout out to uh, Martin Santiago, my dude, with the super chat. First game I watched all year since Joel said I gotta be be I gotta be better. Damn, brother, he did not disappoint. Let's go and drop a like asap. Shout out to Martin, that's my dude. Thanks for the super chat, my guy. Of course, the best way to get your comments read on the show is to super chat or be a member of the channel. And the Discord link is in the description. They're in there, going crazy. Also, and you can call the show using the Discord. As well, 
Joel Embiid versus Victor Wembenyama. You know, this is what was this is what makes this so epic. Is that the whole season people have been saying, I can't wait for him to match up against Wemby. Joel's going to dominate Victor Wembenyama. And for some reason, I didn't even really think that Wembenyama was going to guard Joel Embiid. I thought that was ridiculous to even consider. I have, I haven't sat down and watched a Spurs game all season. I see Wemby highlights here and there. I didn't realize that the Spurs were actually just going to play Wembenyama versus Joel Embiid one-on-one. I, 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 you know, uh, respect to Greg Popovich. Hey, don't hide the kid. Put him out there. You know, welcome to the NBA, Victor Wembenyama. Here's Joel Embiid. Good luck. And he, it's crazy because anytime somebody said that, we thought about it and we were like, oh, Joe's going to, Joe's going to dominate Wemby if they, if they match up, you know what I mean? If they both play, Joe is going to dominate. He's going to score a hundred on him. Joe, I mean, the guy's seven, four, 98 pounds. How the hell Joel and B makes 250 pounds, seven footers look like children. How in the world is Victor Wembanyama going to guard him? So we were thinking that kind of the whole season. It's just funny that they actually match up and Joel and B scores 70 points and 18 rebounds. On Victor Wembenyama and Zach Collins and even Jeremy Sohan at certain points of the game, especially the end, uh, just a masterpiece of a performance by Joel. Um, you know, you you get him under the rim against these guys, and it's over. You got Nicholas Batum up there at the top of the key in the third quarter when he was really cooking again. I was watching him go high low with with with, with with Batum and I was saying high low with Batum against Wemby and Zach Collins. He might score a hundred, bro. This is unstoppable. He is easily the most skilled center I have ever seen play basketball. Uh, you know, you could talk about, yeah, he needs to do it in the playoffs. We're going to find out this season. Um, I do think Nick nurse puts him in better positions than, Anybody has put him in in his career. Uh, the plays that they run to get him in isolation and in space and high lows with Nick Batum and pick and pops with Tyrese Maxey. And it's just a different Joel Embiid this season. Add to that the fact that he might have, he might have the best jump shot in the history of the game. If we're talking about percentages, if we're talking, I already know it's already the prettiest jump shot of any center that's ever lived. I don't want to hear it. It's perfect. All right. But now we're talking about this guy shoots 60% from the mid range this season. He might have the best mid range jumper of all time. So all those things combined, a guy of his size and, and just raw power and, and footwork and skill has a 60% mid-range jumper, what can you do? You can't do anything. That's why he's scoring points so easily this season. That's why he has these games where he's dropping 30 and 10 at halftime, 35 and 10 and three quarters and sit in the fourth. Nobody can stop. He's completely unstoppable. He's scoring at a rate that has never been done before. Most points per minute in NBA history. He just dropped 70 
in 36 minutes. Thankfully, you know what? Shout out to the San Antonio Spurs for keeping it close. That's all we wanted. We were in the playback stream, by the way. Watch the game with us on Playback TV. We had almost 100 people in there watching the game live with me. Uh, playback.tv slash running back Philly. We were in there in the fourth quarter rooting for the Spurs to make a comeback because we wanted to see more Joel Embiid. You know, and he broke, he had 58 at one point, goes to the free throw line, gets 60. Uh, he was about to break Wilt's record and. Tyrese Maxey drove and passed the ball to Daniel House Jr. and the crowd started booing. All anybody wanted to see was Joel Embiid get the ball again and break Wilt's record and go for 70. And, uh, you know, he did that. But, yeah, we were in the we were in the playback chat rooting for the Spurs to make a comeback so we could see more Joel Embiid. Let me not miss any super chats here. Uh, let's see... DFJ Hoops, my guy, Joe Wilt M. Chamberlain. <laughs> and Raheem, Joel just needs to be healthy come playoff time. Shout out to you. Thanks for the support. Thanks for supporting the channel. Um, yeah, look, the game starts out, you know, and, and, and it's funny too because Joel versus Wemby, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, Joel's just going to put Wemby under the basket. He's just going to go right down, put him under the basket like he did to Goga Bagazzi. Uh, or any other center really in the league this season for some reason besides Al Horford. I'm ready for Joel to get his lick back on Al Horford, but uh, basically everyone else he just puts under the rim whenever he wants to and scores very easy points, and that's why he's averaging 35 uh, a game this season. But, you know, I thought right off the bat he was just, just going to put Wemby under the rim, and he didn't. He was standing out there shooting jump shots, in the very beginning of the game, and I was getting a little bit annoyed, honestly, because I was like, dude, come on, bro. This guy legitimately looks like he's made out of cardboard. This guy looks like a stick figure in real life. I'm not trying to clown Wemby. I'm just saying, I, I thought he, I was like, what's he doing? Why is he shooting jump shots? But it was against the Spurs, and he was probably like, let's just go out here and get some shots up and see what happens. I think it was also maybe a personal challenge for Joel Embiid to shoot jumpers over top of uh, Victor Wembanyama's outstretched fingertips. Um, and then, you know, the Spurs started out hot, right? They started five for five, I believe. I think it was 14 to five to start the game. Not that anybody thought the Spurs were actually going to win the game, but Nick Nurse calls a timeout down 14 to five and Joel shooting a couple mid-range jump shots. And immediately the Sixers go on an 11 to zero run and you start getting these plays run to get Joel Embiid under the basket, and it was just over from there. Then they start running the high-low, and he starts putting Wemby in the rim, and I mean, hey, Victor, welcome to the league, buddy. You know, you you incredible skill for somebody that, that tall, uh, but as far as playing center in the NBA, I don't know if that's going to work, you know? I think Wemby might need to be moved to the four. Because I mean, how's how's he going to guard? How's he going to guard NBA centers? You know, not that there's any centers outside of Joel Embiid who could score like that. Well, there's one who's scoring right now, trying to ruin my night. We're not going to talk about him. I know you guys are mentioning him in the chat. We're not talking about him. But uh, yeah, Wemby. Uh, you know, is he going to be able to gain weight? People, oh, he just needs to bulk up. Good luck with that, because <laughs> that's just how he's built, bro. He's just, you know. Yeah, Joel starts putting him under the rim, and 
uh, that was that. You know, one of the plays that happened, uh, maybe second half, maybe first half. I don't remember. Um, let me see. Let me see my notes here. He had 24 in the first quarter. Uh, Joel forced through a double team. He had, he had Wemby jumping on pump fakes. You know what I mean? Just veteran savvy, fundamental hesitation, pump fake. Wemby's jumping, you know, he, he personal challenge. I can shoot over Victor Wembenyama. Victor, probably personal challenge. I want to block Joel Embiid's jump shot. So he gets him jumping. He's getting, he's getting him in foul trouble. He's getting to the foul line, uh, to start the third quarter. That's what it was. To start the third quarter, we were on a play right off the bat. Joel, one-on-one, Wembenyama, power dribble, shoulder to the chest, and just moved him completely off the court and put the ball in the hoop. And that's the single play that we were kind of thinking of all season long, thinking of Joel Embiid versus Victor Wembenyama. I don't know. It felt like it was. I wasn't actually going to see that happen. I thought. I don't know. I thought they they wouldn't leave him out there like that. Joel just shoulder to the chest moves him out of the way. Dan probably knocked the wind out of him. I thought he might left the game with a chest contusion. Uh, shout out to Wemby for for hanging in there. Shout out to Wemby for hanging in there. Um, then they start to go to the Nick Batum high low with Joel. Joel has a ridiculous dime to Kelly Oubre. I mean, you you got a guy that's out here scoring like that, rebounding like that, and he's also throwing double spin move behind the back, no look to a cutter under the basket, Kelly Oubre. I tweeted that highlight right there, and I said Joel Embiid's the best passing big man in the NBA, and it's not even close. <laughs> it was bait. Some people took the bait. I had fun with it but incredible pass by Joel. Uh, what did he have? He had 34 at halftime. He hit 50 in the third quarter in 26 minutes. I didn't look it up, but that's got to be a record, 50 in 26 minutes. Maybe Clay Thompson has a – has a. he had that game where he had 37 in the third. I don't remember. Uh, he was getting offensive rebounds then. There was a couple of plays that weren't run for him where he just grabbed the offensive board and put it back in. So he's like, I'm not even getting plays run for me and I'm scoring anyway. Nobody could stop me. Hits a step back three for 59 in three quarters. The Sixers were up 14-ish at the time and we thought he was going to sit the fourth. He's out. He's out in the beginning of the fourth like he usually is. And the Spurs are hanging around, making some shots here. Keldon Johnson for three. Uh, whoever else, Devin Vassell, uh, whoever else is hitting threes out there, keeping it kind of close. And here comes Joel Embiid back in the game with 59 points, one point away from Allen Iverson's record of 60. Um, And he checks in in the fourth quarter. Uh, he gets up to 60. Six gets fouled going to the rim on a layup and one. The damn hating ass referees call it on the floor. The guy makes a play to break Wilt Chamberlain's franchise record, and the referees called it on the floor. <laughs> 
Anyway, he got the record. Anyway, uh, he gets a rebound, then drives the length of the court, left hand. Uh, Keldon Johnson didn't even try to defend it, and he lays it in for 70 points, and then he goes to the bench. Uh, just what else do you say? I'm not even going to talk about anybody else in this game. Somebody tweeted me and said, your boy Maxi couldn't even score in double digits in the game. What? Did you watch the game, dumbass? All they were doing was giving it to Joel every play. Who cares? Who cares? Who, who, would, who, would even, who would even think about being negative after something like that? Haters, probably, I would say. I would say haters. Um, what else? What else we got going on here, man? The Sixers react on Twitter. Uh, here's Tyrese Maxey in the locker room on Twitter. Let me make sure this doesn't echo, though. There we go. Let's listen to let's listen to what they're saying in the locker room on Tyrese Maxey's uh, Instagram Live. I think maybe what is this? Yeah, this might be Instagram Live. Let's see, or Twitter Live or something. I don't know Snapchat. Maxie says Joel beats seventy ball. They're spraying champagne out here. <laughs> Oh man, they're in the locker room celebrating Joel's seventy-point game. Uh man, incredible! Embiid set the Sixers franchise record. Uh, there's one by John Clark down here that says it's the first. He's the first player to go first player ever with seventy points, eighteen rebounds, and five assists in a game. Ah. Uh, what else do you even say about it? Uh, shout out to Joel Ramos in the uh, with the super chat. Thanks for the super chat. Sixty-two man for KT. Let's go. Still in beads night. No, get take your two dollars back. I don't hear about no. I don't want to hear about it. Why are you telling me that Carl Anthony Towns scores sixty-two? I don't give a shit. Don't ruin this for me. I don't give a goddamn who scored what. Super chat to tell me Carl Anthony Towns scores six. I don't care. Joel Embiid scored 70. And what's your Venmo so I can send your $2 back? I'm just kidding. You're the man. Thanks for supporting the channel. Uh, but really, I don't give a damn if Carl Anthony Towns scored 70. Joel Embiid is... Uh, Joel Embiid became the 76ers franchise leader. And that's all I really care about. Uh, let's see what, what let's see the other reactions on Twitter. Here's a Tyrese Maxey interview here. Tyrese Maxey after the game talking about Joel Embiid's 70 point performance. Let's hear it.
Um, <laughs> he said it wasn't for the last couple points were forced, but I but I get what you're saying, Tyrese. Wait, can you guys hear this? Is it playing? You guys can hear it, right? Okay. You can't hear. <laughs> Wait, you can? You can't. <laughs> I was sitting here playing videos with no audio. <laughs> Yo. Oh, why did anyone say anything? <laughs> All right, here we go. Tyrese Maxey, you like to say that Joel Embiid is really good at basketball, but that doesn't even begin to cover what he did tonight. 70, 18, and 5. What was it like to be his teammate? I'm not sweating. What am I sweating for? I'm not sweating. I'm not watching that. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm sweating just watching that. That was that was unbelievable. Um, you know what's crazy about it? It wasn't forced. Um, he got it within the flow of the game. Uh, he made shots early and uh, he made shots late as well. So, when you think about the greatest players you'll ever play with, Tobias Harris said two years ago that Joel is the best player he will. Oh, she said the greatest players you've ever played with, and she immediately said Tobias Harris. I was like, where are you where are you going with this? The best player he will ever play with. One day he'll tell his kids about it. What are you going to remember about playing with Joel this season? Man, I, I'm at a loss for words. I don't really know, honestly. That's such a complicated question to ask somebody right after a game. <laughs> like, what he's doing right now is extremely special, and um, I'm just so grateful to be a part of it. I think I tell, I tell everybody, we cannot take this for granted, man. We got to be appreciative. We have to be grateful, and, uh, you know, we got to really, really thank him for what he's doing, and, uh, it's a great thing to be a part of it. Tyrese, you're not just a part of it. You and Joel Embiid are the highest scoring duo in the NBA right now. Ooh, say it again, Lauren. Lauren, say it again. How do those words sound? <laughs> he makes it easy. I mean, yeah, when you have 70 points and wherever I had, that makes, that equals a lot of points. So, but, you know, <laughs> I just try to be aggressive, extremely aggressive. I try to make him better. And uh, he makes me better as well, so it's been great. You guys are both doing it successfully. Tyrese, thank you so much. When you have 70 points and whatever I had, that, that equals a lot of points. <laughs> Shout out to Tyrese Maxi on the interview after the game. 678 people in here. Let me get at least 500 likes on this stream, all right? So close out the chat and hit the like button. We need at least, we need at least 500 here, okay? Nick Marchetti. Thanks for the super chat, my man. The Wolves lost to the Hornets on a Carl Anthony Towns turnover. <laughs> Take that, Carl. Trying to ruin Joel's night. There can only be one. You thought you thought you were going to have a some kind of miraculous scoring performance in a W during Joel Embiid's night of scoring 70. Yeah, that's what you get for even trying. I'm just kidding. It's still a good good performance by Cat, but it doesn't count if you lose.
Devin Booker had a 70-point game before. They lost. And they were celebrating in the locker room, and it was odd because they lost the game. Uh, Joel Ramos, here's two more for that rant. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, let's see. Seabray, thanks for subscribing to the channel. Harry Ty, thanks for subscribing to the channel. Uh, Carl was fouled, to be fair. Why is my watch talking to me? Uh, what else we got, man? Give me some takes in the chat. I need some hot takes. Um, people saying they can't hear me now. Why, why can't you hear me? 76ers, all good over here. You can hear me, right? Um, hot takes in the chat. Give me your takes. Give me your thoughts. Uh, we'll look at the stats here. If you want to give your comments on the game, call the show. Jump in the Discord, call in, waiting room. Uh, the link is pinned to the top of the chat here and in the description. Jump in the Discord, uh, and you will be on the show. I know the the main takes are, hey, Joel Embiid was amazing in this game. I don't, not sure how there could be more takes than that. But call the show. Give me your takes. Nick Marchetti, we're a contender right now. If Tobias keeps playing like this, or we get another rebounding stretch four. Hot take. If we make no moves at the deadline, we still have a chance healthy. Big Red, I've been saying this. I've been saying this, Big Red. I've been saying this, and Daryl Morey just said the same thing on the radio the other day. The Sixers are a contender. You have the best player in basketball right now. You have some uh, the best supporting cast he's had around him in his Sixers career. Uh, there's no reason to think the Sixers cannot contend. They have some flaws, just like every team has some flaws. I think the Celtics just went down to the wire with the Detroit Pistons, did they not? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, let's get uh, let's get some callers on here, man. Aussie King of Spades. Aussie King of Spades, what's going on? Aussie, Hello. Aussie King of Spades in the Discord. What's up? How are you, fella? How's it going, man? Yeah, pretty good. It's running out in that uh, mansion, but um, I just want to, I just want to chuck in that. Aussie, wait, that. Tell, tell the people what you're doing right now. Ah, uh, I'm in. A, I'm a plumber, and I'm hanging out in one of the biggest mansions I've seen for a while. <laughs> and uh, sweating my ring out because it's freaking 39 degrees, 103 your temperature. Shout out to Aussie King of Spades, man. Yeah. He's working right now. He's plumbing in a house in Australia, and he took the time to call the show after a Joel and me performance. What's up, man? What you got? I was going to say that uh, we are witnessing absolute history right now. Absolutely. This, this fella is, is the most dominant player, not not just center, he is the most dominant player this era, I would say. Oh, yeah. Hands oh, yeah. down. Like, um, anyway, it's, it's just amazing to see. I love watching him um, play off uh, Batum, play off Maxi, and yeah, he's just he's exciting to watch. It almost looks like it's a, a, a no-effort show sometimes as well. Bro, exactly. See how it, just, just, it really just looks easy, especially this game against yeah, those it looks, guys. It really looked easy. 
looks too easy sometimes and it's just it's amazing to watch just how easy you can just throw those mid-range jumpers in and yeah it's 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 exciting to watch it's just absolutely exciting facts, bro. facts bro hey i got a question how did you become how did you get into watching the philadelphia 76ers uh Basically, back in 19, I'm, I'm 41, man. So oh, yeah, okay. back back in 1996, I started uh, getting into it. One of my te- uh, one of my uh, schoolmates was a 76ers fan, and and yeah, just started going in from there. And love Alan Iverson, and that's dope, um, brother. That is dope, man. Thanks I for calling the, the show, thing, man. I think the other thing is, this, go ahead. Sorry, man. That's no, what you're up. No, go ahead, man. I was what? just going to say the um, the color scheme as well. So um, my dad. My dad watches, um, well, we all watch Aussie Rules over here, but uh, one of the local teams is uh, the Bulldogs, and they're also white, red, and blue. So, oh, okay. Um, I think it was, it was just, it was written in the stars, mate. <laughs> That's fire, man. That's fire. Thanks for calling the show, man. I appreciate you. That's shout crazy. out to, shout out to Australia. I was waiting to get, I was waiting to get a Ben Simmons answer there. That's why I asked him that. I was waiting for him to say. I started watching when when Ben Simmons got drafted because there's a lot of people from Australia that started watching when Ben Simmons got drafted and that's now they're Sixers fans for life which is amazing and that fraud is up out of here but he was watching way before way before that man we got B in the Discord Big Red is that who is that you Yep what's going on man Hey I'm doing good feelings are high after tonight oh my goodness Yeah that was crazy wasn't it that was crazy it was awesome. I mean, you saw in the beginning when he just started bodying people, looking like Shaq in the paint. Like, oh, they're not going to defend this guy. Nah, what real option did they have? I mean, that's that's. <laughs> I thought I just thought it was wild that they had Wembenyama on them one on one for that long. But what well, I guess like, they didn't yeah, have any other like, options. No, they didn't. I mean, this person sucked. But yeah, quick thing. Um, I think you just uh, read my chat a little earlier. I was saying that with no trade moves, which I think the Sixers, some of them are. The, the people in charge are kind of antic. We might not make a trade at the deadline. We are absolutely a contender. We, um, I'm looking, I'm looking around the league at the other teams in the East, the Bucks, Dame just, I mean, I've watched a couple of games with them. Their, their defense with him on the court and he's not looked good. We can absolutely beat the Bucks. Mm-hmm. The Celtics obviously are the main, the main problem. I, but I mean, healthy team. We already beat them once, and Bede is playing better than he ever has. Yes. Um, I mean, Max, he's coming to his own. I, Nick Nurse, this is everyone's like, I've, I've, I'm talking to friends where they're saying we have to make a move. Uh, we really don't. I mean, healthy team, Nick Nurse, new coach. It, it, it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's, that's all we need to be a championship team. Yeah, I think so. I th- well, I think, first of all, you, Play, uh, people overanalyze their their favorite team all the time, you know. So they're gonna look at like they're gonna look at flaws that happen. <laughs> I just choked on I don't know what we they're have. Gonna, they're gonna look at flaws, you know, and it's a little bit uh, just amplified or magnified because you watch the team every night. Uh, but I, I think yeah, I think it's overblown a little bit, you know. Um, I I don't know. Maybe maybe Daryl Morey actually doesn't do anything at the trade deadline. Uh, but yeah, the way that people act like we are doomed if we don't do something at the trade deadline is crazy to me because all you ever need, yeah. all you ever need is Joel Embiid healthy and you're a contender yes. against anybody. And that was back in the day before he had guys on the perimeter that could space the floor and he wasn't getting, then he was getting doubled and triple teamed all the time. Now you got floor spacing. 
You got a guy in Maxi that can give you 25 a night and hit open threes when they double and triple and beat. I just mm-hmm. think if Joel's healthy and you're running the whole thing through him, you can contend with anybody, definitely. Yeah, and I'm not against making a little move, but I don't want Levine. I, I mean, we don't. I don't think we're getting Dejounte now. They're talking, maybe even like a little upgrade in some place. Would I mean, this team is. I mean, I'm watching. The vibes are high. I can't believe I'm bought back in on this team after the off season where I'm saying I'm going to watch it <laughs> after too. that collapse. But yeah, I'm bought all the way back in. Vibes I made, are high. I made these shirts because yeah. of that off season, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, we're back, bro. Thanks for calling the show, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see you. Big Red in the Discord. Shout out to Big Red. 552 in here. Hit the like button. Stacey Clark, they tried their hardest to stop Embiid, but he's too beast. It's it's that, man, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, like, I just haven't ever seen a guy. This is Shaquille O'Neal with Hakeem Olajuwon footwork in the post and a Kobe Bryant mid-range jumper. It's not fair. And the rest of the NBA world doesn't want to admit it yet, but that that combination of 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 skills has never been seen before on an NBA floor, and it's absolutely unstoppable. And he just broke Wilt Chamberlain's 76ers franchise record. We're talking about Wilt Chamberlain, who was a 7-foot NBA player in the 60s. When everybody in the crowd was a white guy in a suit, there wasn't even women. They weren't even allowed there. That's what we're talking about. Will Chamberlain was getting the ball three feet from the rim, turning around, laying it in. Getting the ball three feet from the rim, turning around, laying it in. Getting the ball three feet from the rim. We're talking about a guy dribbling the ball and shooting step-back three-pointers. Broke Wilt's record. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, I got nothing else to say, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, let's see. Let's go to the stats here. Let's see if we can pull anything out of the stats here. Uh, Nick Batum, five points in 33 minutes. Six assists for Nick Batum, man. Such a great passing big man. I just love Nick Batum, bro. I love Nick Batum, man. And he's so good for Joel Embiid. He he ele- elevates his game uh, even to another level. Just having a guy that can stretch the floor, that's a threat to catch and shoot, but also is so good at getting Joel the ball in the right spot in the paint. It's incredible. Uh, Tobias Harris was 5 for 11, 0 for 5 from 3. He had 14 points. He was a plus 21. Not going to lie to you, I vaguely remember any Tobias Harris play in this game. Once Joel was rolling, we were focused on one guy. Uh, and Tobias had like a fast break dunk early or something like that. I don't know. It was Joel Embiid's night all night. 70 points, 18 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal, a block, only one turnover in 37 minutes. He had the ball in his hands enough to get up 41 field goal attempts, and he only had one turnover. And it was late, too. I think it was the one where he was trying to shoot a step back three over a triple team uh, to go for 70 or whatever, and he turned it over. That was his first turnover of the game. Um, Tyrese Maxey had 18 points, so I don't know what that idiot's talking about on Twitter saying he only had nine or something. He had 18 uh, eight assists for Tyrese Maxey. Perfect game. Perfect Tyrese Maxey game. The beginning of the game, 
I felt like Maxi was playing a little timid, like he couldn't figure out the Spurs really like what they were doing defensively because I think they have a lot of just random guys that fly around and Maxi was kind of not really knowing when to drive. He missed a couple really wide open driving lanes uh, early in the game. But again, once Joel Embiid got going, there was no stopping him and it was everybody's job to just get him the ball. And I think it was so funny that the Philly crowd started booing uh, when Maxi passed the ball to Daniel House Jr. and Joel had 66, I think, at the time. Uh, I, I had an opportunity to go to tonight's game too. My boy, my boy, uh, T T Swift, man. My boy T, my do, my boy T Spooky. Uh, not T Swift. That's Taylor Swift. My boy T Spooky. Uh, offered me a ticket to the game, and I didn't go. Uh, and Joel scored seventy. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh. Let's see. KJ Martin had four points. I think the Sixers are are, are are trying to trade KJ Martin. Um, they were without a lot of players tonight. Without Morris, without Pat Bev, without uh, Covington, without Springer. So without a lot of wings and forwards. Uh, so KJ Martin had to play. KJ Martin caught two alley oops from Tyrese Maxey. You know you you haven't really seen yet in Tyrese Maxey's young career him get to like an alley oop. Uh, an alley-oop thing, you know, or add the alley-oop, the lob pass to his arsenal, really, or to his, you know, threat. Uh, just adds another element to his game if he gets really good at that, although he hasn't had a K.J. Martin on his team for a long time. The one where he drove on the right side and just threw it up over his head, it looked like a a street ball pass. It looked like a pass on NBA Street or something, and K.J. just comes down the lane and dunks it. Because he jumps like he bounces off of a trampoline, uh, but it was nice to see Maxi like just drive and like throw lobs. You know what I mean? And uh, shout out to that. Kelly Oubre tried to dunk on Wembenyama, got fouled, and he was he was like, "Damn, he really wanted that one for the highlight reel." Uh, everybody's you know Wembenyama is the new as far as players wanting to dunk on him is the new Yao Ming. Every player wants that that play in their in their highlight reel. You know what I mean? Uh. Maxi used to throw alley-oops to Dwight DJ. Come on, you slacking. Eh, suck a... <laughs> what a well actually in the chat, man. Kiss my ass, Kenneth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I talk on here every single day. Dude, somebody was in the YouTube comments today and... Because uh, I said Daryl Morey's been trying to trade Tobias Harris for five years. And there was a YouTube comment that said, Kenneth, I love you. I'm joking. There was a YouTube comment that said, uh, it said, Daryl Morey hasn't even been here for five years. This is why people question your knowledge on the topic. <laughs> Dude, there's so many buzzkill, annoying motherfuckers on the internet, dude. Like, you guys suck. Dude, imagine being at a party with a guy like that in the corner saying dumb shit like that. Like, bro, I talk every day. Sometimes I say shit that's not 100% accurate. Anyway, uh, what else was I going to do? What else was I going to do? Let's check Let's check on our boy. Uh, let's check on our boy. Uh, mad about rounding up. <laughs> Let's check on our boy Swipe a Cam. Let's see if let's see if our boy Swipe a Cam 
is giving any Joel Embiid shout outs after this game. Carl uh, Anthony Towns versus Joel Embiid versus the San Antonio Spurs. 70 points, 18 rebounds, 5 assists. Posts all his percentages right there. All-time great performance. You know, credit credit to you, Swiper, for not trolling, for not saying all-time great regular season performance or all-time great performance against the Spurs. I respect that. Now, we'll read some of the haters in the comments because you know they're going to be there. Here you go. Uh, January doesn't matter. This is a Philly fan. 22-year-old Philly fan uh, from Canada. Unhealthy obsession with basketball. You have an unhealthy obsession with being a dumbass. Best in the world. What's more wild is the fact that Pop didn't double-team him once. That's a lie. I mean, he was double-teamed tons the entire game. He actually got triple-teamed by three white guys at the same time, which I thought was insane. Have you ever seen a team tank so hard that they had three white guys on the court at the same time? It was like the New England Patriots basketball team. (laughs) Oh, there it is. Nuggets world. 23 free throw attempts and 41 field goal attempts is nuts. Uh, You should probably watch the game. Can't tell if you're saying the volume is impressive or if you're actually hating on 70 points on 41 shots. Yeah. Hater. What other haters we got in here? Um, To be honest, just a January game. Not impressive. (laughs) 51 shots with the free throws. That ball hog mid-range stuff will not. (laughs) This guy just added the free throws to the shot attempts. You dumbass. <laughs> and show me one play this game where Joel Embiid was not fouled. Show me a free throw where he wasn't fouled. 23 free throw attempts. That's crazy. That's me. We're, okay, we're done. We're done reading Nuggets fan. I get entertainment out of how stupid their hate tweets are. Uh, but shout out to Swipe for not trolling. And... You know, shout out to the haters for not being able to admit that it was amazing. Uh, yeah. Celtics line up all white guys. No. Uh-uh. No. Chris Stapps. They do have a lot of white guys off the bench. Peyton Pritchard. That's a white boy of all white boys right there. That boy will shoot. Lasers. Uh, they got uh, who else? They got Cornet, Luke, or some some Cornet. Is it Luke Cornet? Yeah. Uh, players who score forty five will get twenty free throws, and no one bats an eye. Well, they just didn't watch the game. He was baiting people into pump fakes like it was his job. Uh, <laughs> Nuggets fans are affected by lack of oxygen. Without Murray, their boy Jokic is a joke. It is just as horrible as Embiid. I don't know what that means. Um, Yeah, listen, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for coming through. This was fun. 
Uh, Joel Embiid scored 70. He beat, he, he broke Wilt Chamberlain's franchise record. It's crazy. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I do think this, you know, people say he needs to do it in the playoffs. If he's healthy, you have a coach and a system that's putting him in space and putting him in, in positions that he was never in before, you know? Uh, apparently Kendrick Perkins said on Stephen A. Smith's podcast that uh, the Sixers would be just as good this year with Doc Rivers, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard anyone say out loud. Kendrick Perkins doesn't watch Sixers games close enough to know how bad Doc Rivers was or how great Nick Nurse is. You know, just from the game starting 15-4 to and the timeout right there, you see it. And then just from... Joel shooting a bunch of jumpers, but then coming out in the third quarter in the very first play is Joel Embiid on the block on Wembenyama. Um, Nick Nurse has a system, and I really think if if Joel Embiid is healthy going into the playoffs, you're going to see some historic playoff performances from Joel Embiid because for the first time, for the first time, He's in a system. They're running plays. They have strategy. I mean, you see it. You see the two screens at the top of the key and Joel coming off a pin-down screen on the block to get a mismatch one-on-one on the elbow. These are plays that are designed to get him in the best scoring advantage possible. And He's already an unstoppable scorer. Now you have a system that's putting him over the top. And I really think if he's healthy, you're going to see some historic playoff performances. I really think that. Shout out to everybody for hanging out. Shout out to everybody that came through the playback stream. Shout out to everybody that jumped into Discord uh, to call the show. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, w- it was just supposed to be a Sixers versus Spurs blowout that wasn't very interesting, and it turned into uh, a historic night. So amazing. Thank you for being here. Thanks for tuning in. I'm out.